greetings and welcome to the broadcast. You have just tuned in to God Fit In Today, Mom's Edition. The Mom's Edition is a bunch of women talking about Jesus, loving life, and we claim not to know the answers, but we know who does. Uh, we all are here today to encourage you, and we have been working on this series on stress and uh, basically having conversations, and that's what we want you to get out of this. We want you to grab your coffee, your tea, your hot beverage of choice, and sit down with us as we talk through this topic. We have talked about what stress is, what causes it, the effects of it, the consequences, if you will, and how to manage it. We've talked about it from a natural standpoint, from a supernatural standpoint. And today we're going to talk a little bit about managing the stress within the relationships. Relationships can be very complicated. They can create a tremendous amount of stress. And it generally comes from us trying to get someone else to think the way we think. <laughs> or to do what we want them to do. And that is not God's way. So we have to trust God. So we're going to kick it off tonight. I'm going to have April read us some scripture. And you're probably going to get I me. Mean, I've heard that scripture a hundred times. Don't tune out like that. We were talking in the green room before the broadcast about the importance and the powerfulness of scripture. Don't ever look at any scripture as that. Oh, that's just Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 11, or, oh, that's just Psalms 91, or, oh, that's just Proverbs 3, 5 through five through eight, whatever. Don't do that because the word of God is powerful and the enemy is constantly trying to dumb down the word and make you think that, oh, I've heard that before. I've seen that before. It's on every plaque and every t-shirt. I'm telling you, take heed. His word is powerful. So April, kick it off tonight. I think she's going to be reading out the amplified version, which is one of my favorite versions because we're going to turn it up. <laughs> yes. And for sure, like it, as Maggie said, definitely make sure that we're not, um, I don't know, it, it's just, it's making it monotonous. It's not actually bringing the Bible into our lives and applying it. You know, it's, everything's applicable and the, the word is living. It's living yeah. and it's ever changing. So every season, this is, this scripture is going to mean something different to you. So it says, trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight or understanding in all your ways. Know and acknowledge and recognize him and he will make your paths straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord with reverent awe and obedience and turn entirely away from evil. It will be health to your body your marrow, your nerves, your sinews, your muscles, all your inner parts and refreshment, physical well-being to your bones. Mm. I love this content of scripture because we talked about the importance of the physical aspect when it comes to stress because it does attack the body. And so, you know, where your mind goes, you're, you follow and, and your body's going to have some consequences of the thought life. And so this is so incredibly important to me because this was one of the first scriptures that really ministered to me as a new believer. And still yet today, I just chew on that because I have to be reminded to trust in him. And in this version, it says confidently, you know, so not just saying, oh, I'm, I trust you. I trust you. No, I confidently trust that you say that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. And, you know, so your word is alive and, and true. So, Jessica, when you read Proverbs 3, 5 through 8, what goes through you? I just want to give um, kind of an example of this that actually happened uh, to us this morning. 
and what a way God is to use something that that you're about to, you know, help somebody else with. They he actually gives you opportunities to live it out in your own life. Uh, so this morning, my son, uh, my oldest son had messaged us, messaged me and my husband together and said, you know, I'm just not feeling church this morning. I don't think I'm going to go. And and so I was able to kind of give him uh, the word of God uh, lovingly. And and I said, but ultimately, but it's it's you know, you you get the choice, right? You've got a choice to make. And so then. A short, you know, time later, he said, "Well, thanks for understanding, you know." And I said, "Look, I said I understand, you know, the frustration that you're, you know, that you're going through. However, sometimes we have to push through that frustration, and, um, you know, and go ahead and do things that we're not that we don't really feel like doing at the moment. Uh, and but ultimately, again, it's your choice. And so." you know, and so I was telling my husband, I said, I really, I just really feel like God's about to do something. And, um, you know, and sure as anything, Zach came to, to service, you know, but being able to uh, trust and rely confidently on the Lord with all my heart, knowing that God's going to, going to do what he said and speak to those, you know, speak to whatever, you know, needs to happen. I could have been stressed out and been like, oh my gosh, you know, here we go. It's Sunday morning. I can't get everybody to church, you know, blah, 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 blah. But no, you know, no, I'm going to say what God says. I'm going to give, you know, the little bits that God tells me to give. And then ultimately I'm going to leave it up to God and let him handle, you know, the situation. And ultimately, even if my son had chosen not to go, here's the thing, that would be his choice. Right. And he's going to have to deal with with the consequences of, you know, his actions. But I trust that the Lord's going to speak to him because he does. So, yeah. Amen. And by the way, y'all, her son is 17. So it's not like he was eight saying he won't go to church. <laughs> oh, no, he's 18 now. He just turned 18. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Right. He's 18 yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that, you know what? That's that brings me to how we can get stressed out with our adult kids. You know, we right train them up the way they should go, and then they become adults. And uh, I think me and Vanetta are probably the only ones that have adult children, but it can, you know, we sometimes that can stress us out because they're out there making, you know, at least I've had my sons make choices that were contrary to the word of God or 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 you know what I've instilled in them, and and that can stress you out but there it goes back to trusting in the lord trusting in his truth and um, i always have to remind myself you know the scriptures say train them up in the way they should go and when they're old they won't depart from it and i'm thinking they're still pretty young <laughs> so hopefully there's hope there you know whatever the case may be but yeah i love that i love that thank you for sharing that so listen to you moms out there don't let sunday morning become a circus at your house Trust, breathe, and rely, and he will work things out. So, Vanetta, Vanetta, this content of scripture is so powerful. What jumps out at you, dear? Yes, well, uh, as a new believer, this was the first scripture that I memorized. And I was, I would never forget, I was so excited. I did not think that I could even memorize a scripture. And then when I memorized the scripture, I just kept saying it over and over and over. And that just really just placed more of a hunger and a desire 
for more of God, because I was like, if I could memorize this scripture, I want to read more and I want to learn more, you know, because I didn't think I was smart, you know, before Christ. So it's like once I memorized that scripture and I love it says with all of your heart, not some of your heart, not most of your heart, not a portion of your heart, but with all of your heart and acknowledge him, not in some of your ways, most of your ways or the things that you can do and the things that you think he can do and acknowledge him in all of your ways and he will direct your path. So it's so powerful when you break down every single word and really become one with his word. This is his love letter to you. He's saying, trust in the Lord. It's amazing because a lot of times we put our trust in man you know, we put our trust in people, we put our trust in things and places and things like that, but you can never go wrong trusting in the Lord. I mean, wow, what a great opportunity that we have to really just trust him with everything, with all of us, you know, all of our being to be able to say, God, I'm going to trust you no matter what no matter what it look like, no matter what it sound like. And it does take, you know, working at it every day. It's not easy because sometimes, you know, we do a lot of trying instead of trusting. So I want to encourage you to trust in the Lord with all of your heart. So that's what I want to share. That's so good because, you know, when you think about it, the, let's just talk about the natural heart for a minute. It's got four chambers in it. And what happens if blood cannot flow into those chambers? Um, you're going to have a heart attack. OK, if you have a blockage and it's not flowing all through your heart, you can't just say, oh, the left ventricle is going to work today and so forth. No, it's the whole thing. And that's what we do sometimes. At least I'm guilty of it myself is where we trust God in certain areas. Like, you know, maybe we trust God with our finances. Like we know that, you know, we're givers or whatever. He's going to take care of us and he's going to meet all of our needs. But yet we don't trust him with our kids. Or maybe we trust them with our kids, but we don't trust them with our spouse. Or maybe we don't trust them with our calling or our career, whatever the case may be. And we, we are very selective about areas that we trust in. And I think we're living in a season where he's calling us to trust him, at least me, speaking to myself here, on a whole new level a whole new faith walk. And I love what you said. And, and what's so cool about the Amplified, it says, it goes on to say, whenever we're talking about making our path straight, uh, it talks about removing obstacles that block your way. So my question to you all today is what is blocking your way? Is it fear? Is it doubt? Is it unbelief? Is it circumstances that you feel like is never going to change? All of those obstacles are the things that will increase your stress. And we're talking to you today about decreasing your stress. So April, we we were, you know, you kicked it off reading the scripture. And as we were praying earlier, this scripture came to mind. So elaborate a little bit on that. Yeah, I just, uh, I know that when we are dealing with all sorts of kinds of interactions in life, um, a lot of things make us feel like we are out of control. And um, God is is intended to be our center. You know, when we put him at the, the forefront and on the top, um, you know, that's what it's talking about. You know, we, we can be able to like walk straight. We can, we can know that those obstacles that are there will, you know, they'll be moved. You know, we won't be moved as long as we are putting our trust in God. 
um, but those will be moved. And so I just know that um, it's been a, uh, when things get difficult, when things get tough, this is one of my heart reminder scriptures um, to pull me back into the correct alignment, if you will, um, and just just re refocus everything. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I find is when I read this scripture um, is that it's a it is a refocusing for me, you know, because I, I was sharing, you know, that all is, is an emphasis. And I love that that's something that you guys uh, see and that it just comes out because there's absolutely nothing left out of all. And so if you sit there and say, okay, April, is all of your heart trusting God? Or are you thinking about these other things and doubting? Or are you stressed out about this stuff? Or are you anxious about this stuff? You know, like really just having that accountability conversation with myself um, when I read this scripture. And so uh, and then, of course, the acknowledging him in all my ways. Am I or am I doing stuff on my own? You know, like, am I doing it my way? You know, have I even asked God about this um, or am I just, you know, spending my wills? Because that's what we'll end up doing and we'll get frustrated and we'll get stressed out. And and then, of course, you know, what does that look like when we speak, talk, think and interact with other people in that relational aspect of it. If our relationship with God isn't isn't on point and isn't the center focus, then our relationship with others is going to suffer. It, it just will. Absolutely. And that is that is such a valuable point that you made and a great segue into what we're talking about because we're talking about stress within relationships. And so I want to focus for a few moments on marriage uh, and or if you are engaged um, to someone, it is very important to understand that we, we, we cast our cares on the Lord and, and we bear one another's burdens, but sometimes there are people in our lives, whether it be a spouse or a friend, co-worker, it could be, uh, where their stress is enormous. And it, it, it's, it oozes over onto us, okay? And then all of a sudden we find ourselves in a tissy and we're like, wait a minute, you know, let's go back to the word and what does God say about this? How do we manage those relationships that can be stress-filled? Maybe if there's someone that is dealing with uh, illness, you know, someone that's, you know, that we love who's stressed out because they're sick. Uh, I mean, it could be a lot of different things. So Jess, we'll go to you. Within relationships, and it can be marital relationship, relationship with your kids, you know, parent, uh, friends, whatever. Um, have you ever found uh, yourself getting weighed down by someone else's stress? And then how do you handle that? Oh, I have. I have a lot of times, um, you know, for instance, if my husband's dealing with a whole bunch of things at work, you know, and he he gets stressed out. Um, you know, the tendency is to take it home, right? Uh, And not leave it at the door. And so uh, I, and so I'm learning, uh, and trust me, it's a learning process (laughs) uh, that I'm learning how to recognize when that happens and then be able to, and and also recognize that I can only control myself, right? Mm -hmm. I can't control him. I have no control over him. I can only control myself. And so when I get to, you know, when I see that happening, it's, you know, okay, let's stop. You know, I understand that you're having this, you know, that you're stressed out about this and that and the other thing. Um, But what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and do this. 
and set up that boundary. I'm going to go ahead and go over and do this. And once you've calmed down, come talk to me and we'll, and we'll kind of discuss it. But like, we're not going to get anywhere going back and forth like this because you're stressed out and it's, you know, and, and it's causing me, you know, to get my level stressed out, you know, and, so, and being able to say, look, I'm going to control myself and this is what I'm doing. And then when you're ready, you come and talk to me and then we can handle it. But, you know, sometimes it's a matter of taking just a couple of, you know, a little bit of time or 30 minutes or an hour or whatever it is and saying, but also letting them know, look, I'm really, I, I care about you and I love you. Yes. So I'm not just dismissing what you're saying. I'm saying, let's take about 30 minutes and calm down and then come back to one another and start again. That's so very important. And that is a great strategic tool for those of you out there that are married in counseling. We call that a timeout. And it is very important to set that time where you're going to regather and discuss it um, openly. And I love what you said, Jess, because you make them aware. I do love you and I do care. And I know this is important to you. And that is that filtering that thing and preparing it for the next conversation where you're walking into it with the love of God rather than your own nature of like, oh, gosh, you know, is he going to get over this or what? Because what happens to our spouses happens to us. The Bible says that you become one flesh. And so, you know, if a brother's down, we, we got to do it. But if they sometimes we have to allow them space to make room for God. To make room for God to speak to them, because many times people will run to us and want us to have the answers. I know. um it happens in my office all the time. <laughs> I'm like, uh, like we say on this broadcast, I don't have the answers, but I know who does. We'll see what the word says, you know, and point them back to the word. But that's really a good technique, Jess. Uh, very, very powerful. So, Vanetta, what about you? How do you handle that within the context of stress in a relationship or an environment of stress? What are some of the things that we as believers can do to de- uh, diffuse or, you know, put that mess out. I think, um, it's important sometimes to acknowledge what they said. And, you know, I find, I, I have found myself apologizing to people and saying, you know, I'm so sorry that you're going through this and, you know, God cares about what you're going through right now. And, you know, could we just stop and take a moment and just pray right now? And, I'm always redirecting traffic. So it's like, I'm always redirecting, redirecting them back to the Lord. Because I mean, we were not intended to carry the weight of Amen. people's problems. So it's like, you know, sometimes if we don't know how to redirect it, we could become the burden bearer. And God said in his word that his burden is light. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm 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 always looking for a way to redirect them to the Lord, and even in my relationship, being able to sometimes not feel like I need to fix things. I think being able to discern if the Lord is saying just listen, because like you said, the two do become one. The Lord has a way of allowing us to have the opportunity to know so we know how to pray yes you know, so that's so important so that's what i would share 
That is so important. I love that. It reminds me of that uh, that old gospel song, Point You to Jesus, you know? I mean, because that's really where we're going to get the answers. Uh, that we, you know, yeah, we may have some wisdom and some knowledge and some counsel within us, but if we are not tapped into the Holy Spirit, we can't help that stressed out person. We cannot, you know, the Bible says that perfect love casts out fear. Well, Jesus is the one who has perfect love. He's the only one that has perfect love. But we can love people right where they're at in the midst of their their trials. But we begin to a point where we enable them if we allow them to count on us more than they count on the Lord. So, uh, April, what are your thoughts on that? I am over here just laughing about that redirect traffic. That's hilarious. Um, and the timeout, yes, I, I definitely encourage you to do that. There was a time in uh, my previous you know, relationships, though, that that wasn't really a safe thing to do. And so you got to know, you know, what's safe and what's not safe in your environment. And if you are in an unsafe environment, I don't know who I'm talking to, but just make sure that, that you get to a point where you are in a, a safe environment. You should be able and you don't usually you should. But ideally, um, the ideal situation and scenario is for you to have that open communication with your spouse. And yeah. that takes learning. That takes practice. That takes um, two people committed to having that open dialogue. Um, so those conversations, the starter conversations probably need to be had before you try to set boundaries, because sometimes that can be misconstrued. They can be taken personal. And, uh, you know, just the cycle repeats itself or just every, everything escalates in, into some kind of argument. And so that's with friends. That's with coworkers. That's with everybody. But boundaries are important. But it's how we how we communicate those two. Um, I find that that's, you know, very valuable and redirecting traffic, redirecting focus. We can't. I mean, like Vonetta said, and I, I hate to like regurgitate what everybody's saying here, but it's true. I mean, these things, they're just profoundly important when we're talking about relationships. We've got to know thyself and then, you know, know our limits and know our boundaries and then be able to establish them and um, also know our God. You know, God is going to be able to answer all of their problems, just like he answers ours. But how can we communicate that in their time of need, especially when we're the tangible face that they see? It's very, very interesting. Um, but those tips and trips, tricks that they're sharing are, are really good. And I'd say the only thing to add to that would you know, be to listen and, and and not try to fix it. That whole point that she was making, just listen. Like you don't even have to like wrestle around with like which one is which. You can never go wrong if you just simply listen because nine times out of 10, people don't want you to fix it. And that's actually more, more or less like an addictive behavior that you have to, you know, not get into. You don't want to be like someone's superhero. There's like this savior syndrome that you're, you're always in or, you know, whatever. But there's so much strength in weakness. It's ridiculous. Like in our weaknesses, God is made strong. And so when we sit there and say, I don't know what to do. I hear you. I understand you. Uh, you know, I'm, the words that are coming out your mouth are making sense to me. But I don't know what to do, but I know who does. And I love how you added that on, Maggie, because it's so important to understand that, you know, like we're, we're not someone's solution. God is. And um, that's like a stab at, a, at someone's pride, possibly. 
right now, but that's okay. You know, that, that, that feather needs to be ruffled because you got to get past that, that whole thing, that outside feathering that you have going on so that you can get to the heart of the matter of, well, why is it, you know, why is that the case? Why does someone have to trust or do you feel like someone has to trust in you versus trusting in God with their problems? It's a very interesting conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. It's such good stuff. And it's very important to know because we're talking about expectations. We can get stressed out by putting expectations on others to respond or react a certain way. And that, you know, we create our own stress. So we have to use wisdom when dealing with our relationships. And we, this has been such a great discussion that we've had over stress. We've talked about, you know, what to do spiritually, what to do physically, what to do emotionally. There is not, I mean, we could go on for days with this this topic, but I want to take the last few minutes that we have and I want to go through and just have final thoughts um, from some of my co-hosts here because they have so many nuggets and just a, this is an opportunity to either reiterate a point or and or add a new point. So Jessica, final words for those that have been watching this uh, stress-free living type of thing here. Casting our cares. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, I guess it all just boils down to what our relationship looks like with our Father, with our Heavenly Father, um, and being able to, um, you know, go to Him in in all things, and and um, you know whether it's you know from start to finish. Um, you know, I think we're so tempted to just run all over the place here, there, and everywhere else. And, um, and it all boils down to sitting with the Father, listening to the Father, obeying the Father, and then trusting Him. So good. So good. Vanetta, you're up. Yes, I'll definitely just say again, you know, be a good listener and know that the Lord is going to equip you with everything that you need so that you're able to intercede on behalf of the friend, family member, loved one. And also, you know what, you can have an opportunity to just share the compassion and the love of God with them in that moment. So I would say definitely make sure that you are, you know, even checking in with them and just following back up and saying, you know, I just want to know, you know, how things worked out in that because I've been praying for you or, you know, just know that I'm praying for you. I think a lot of people need a friend you know, that they can trust and they need a person who's a safe place. I love that. You know, there's a saying that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And that goes back to that. So April, final words on anything it could be in regards to this part of the stress series or any of the episodes, final words. I've just got a, a little tip. Um, you know how I like words, right? So the word pressure is what comes up with all of this stuff. You know, stress is pressure. And you get overwhelmed by pressure of the world and pressure of relationships and pressure of responsibilities. And so yeah. there's a lot of, of pressure, right? But you take the your out of that on the end and you have the word press. And so if you could just take pressure in your mind, when you see that, that's the symptom and change it into press in to God yeah. and then when you do that, you can press on. And so there's so much there that, that I'm just going to leave that. So change pressure, 
to press in and press on. Just make that like a connection to your brain and just retrain your brain in that. And then you'll know, okay, press in means I need to go to the word of God and see what he says about this. Press in means I need to trust him with this. Press in means I need to seek my relationship with the father right now and delve into that. And then once I do that, I'll get that equipping that he promises. I'll get the provision that I need. I'll get that security that I need so that I can press on and get past this. So anyways, that's what I got. That's so good, man. You need to write a song that has to do with that because that's that's really a good analogy. And I love the way that you did that word shift because that's what we have to do. We have to take our thoughts captive. We have to bring them into the obedience of Christ. We have to find the lie and replace it with the truth. We have to stand upon his word each and every day. And when we start to trust in him, things shifts, things change. We will never be in a stress-free world this side of heaven but by golly we can do everything that we can to stay close to him we love you guys thank you for logging in to god fit in today mom's edition we'll see you next time god bless